Welcome back, you beautiful warrior. You have just entered into part two of this two-part episode on how you see yourself and how it is affecting your life, how it's affecting your future and the plans that God has for you. So, so far, we've gone over some tools that you can use to assess where you are. You take that prevalent thought that just nags you and burdens you in your mind that you think about yourself, write that down, and then you root it in God's word. Look that up in God's word and find the truth about what God says about you in his word. And you're going to find that that thought that nags you, that is just prevalent in your mind, that's just negative on you and breaks you down, there's no truth in it. And so we're going to take that and we're going to allow God, your creator, to tell you who you are and the truth of who you are. So we're going to continue on with that in this next part of the episode. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Worth It, the podcast where we answer anxiety, deflate fear, and shut down shame, because ain't no woman got time for that. You were made to thrive. My mission is to help you get deeply rooted with God and reclaim your weapon that the enemy of God has been using against you. After going to battle for my own mind three years ago, I realized that there is a war going on for our minds, a battle that begins with how we think. Sis, you have much more control than you realize. With each episode, you'll learn how to fight back and become more confident in the truth that God already knows. You are worth it. I'm Michelle Remington, Christian mindset coach, thought strategist, and warrior mama. Grab your sword, daughter of the king. It's time to unleash your inner warrior princess. So as we move forward with this and you take that thought, I want you to try to look at this prevalent thought that's been in your mind and try to go back and think back of where that came from and pray about it. Let me just tell you, you can take all of these things to God and the best way that you can really move through this journey is with God. And you got to get real with God. And it's going to take some practice, okay? Because quite honestly, I would pray to God, I would say the same thing every time, and I would pray to God every every day. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're in spiritual warfare, you have to get real. You've got to get real about your emotions. Because I was I would not understand what God was doing and I would be angry about something that was going on. But I was like, well, I can't talk to God like that. So I'm just going to keep it to myself. Well, that was only eating away at myself. So you really have to get to the point where you can be real with God. And it may take you some practice and that's okay. But getting to the point where you're real with God is where real healing can happen. For example, for me, years and years ago, when I had had some miscarriages, we had been trying for years and years and years to have a child. And I I was so mad. I didn't understand why it was happening. And so for a while, I, I would think, you know, I can't be mad at God. 
I, I just can't do that. But I realized after a while that it wasn't getting me anywhere. So then I would go to God and I would say, God, I am so angry. I don't understand why this is happening. Please help me to understand. Help me to get through this. And it's in that raw emotion of being real with God that he began to work in me. It was kind of like stepping up and be like, God, I'm ready for you to to level up. Let's level up. Okay? Let's let's go further. Let's go higher because I know that you're my strength. You're the one that is helping me through this life. You know exactly what's going on. I'm just frustrated because I don't know what's going on. So please help me. It's just opening a door for God to work more in your life. So as you go through this and look at that prevalent thought, starting to think about where it came from, and maybe there's a precise memory that you can remember, or it might be something that's just kind of trickled in over the years of thinking that you're worth it. Either way, you have to gain the strength and the courage to begin to change those thoughts. And believe it or not, it can be scary at first because you get to the point where you're thinking, I'm stuck. This is just the way I am. This is how I think. I can't change the way I think. And I was there before. And then I got to the point where I'm like, well, I'm just so frustrated with with where I am. Why do I keep telling myself that I can't change, that I can't think in a different way, that I can't see things in a different way? I mean, God made it so complex and so flexible and adjustable. (laughs) Not to make it sound like furniture, but you know, I mean, he made us so that we can adapt to these situations. Why can't our brain adapt? Why can't we learn how to think more clearly about things and see things more clearly? I mean, after all, when you begin your relationship with God. I mean, God's already working in you. He's doing the work, right? So if you then in this journey to try to change your thinking and gain emotional intelligence, it's just like when you're starting your walk of faith with God, you're asking God to work in you and help you to see these things. It's it's just kind of a, a broader path, but you're asking God to do the same thing. But now you're more of a participant. Now, I'm using a lot of psychology terminology here. And you may have heard this before of having like limited beliefs. But I'm going to put it to you a different way with this question. How can we seek and live for God and for his ways if we limit our thoughts to the ways of this world? We actually can limit ourselves in how we think and also in how we see ourselves. We can limit ourselves with all of that. I mean, and this is all true in the scriptures, and we have many examples in the scriptures of people that limited themselves because they were stuck in the thought patterns, in the ways of the world. But then again, as we begin a relationship with God, that's what we're getting away from is realizing that the ways of the world aren't working anymore and we want God's ways. So it's just 
taking up more of that barrier. We're basically with this journey, we are doing everything that you would when you begin a relationship with God, but we're taking it a step further. And yes, you may be taking those steps again, but you're taking those steps again further along in your journey with God with more wisdom and more knowledge and a closer relationship with God that's going to lead you and guide you further up the mountain. So looking at where these prevalent thoughts have come from, usually they come from lies that we believe about ourselves. Either somebody influenced us when we were younger, and that's something that we just kind of latched onto because we didn't know any better. You're either younger or you were more vulnerable at that point. So we have to decide if we're going to keep living those lies that are keeping us in that limited space, that are limiting our growth. Because in your relationship with God, when you decide that you're going to live for God and begin a relationship with Him, you make a choice to let go of some things. Well, we're just doing that again. We're making that choice to let go of those lies that are holding us back from living a deeper life with God and really allowing God to take us to the plans that He has for us. And one key factor as you go along this journey and you start to analyze those negative thoughts that are prevalent in your mind and really assess, is this something that's based in truth or is this something that is a lie that I've been believing? And the reason why we're grounding it in God's word is because we know that God's word is the ultimate truth. So it's not, do I believe this about myself or not? It's what does my creator, the ultimate creator of everything say about this thought that I have been thinking? What does he have to say about it? Is it true? If it's not true, and I'm telling you right now, it's not It may be true to some people that may think that, but usually when people act out and abuse and like mentally, physically, emotionally, any any sort of abuse, when people say things like that to you to break you down, that's literally a representation of some mess that they have going on in their own mind, their own heart. We need to pray for them. But you may be in a spot where you're vulnerable at that moment. And you just don't know that. Well, you know what? Now you do. I just gave you another tool that you can use and it'll help you to process your emotions better, to process and react to things better, knowing that the mean, nasty, negative things that people say are coming straight from them. It's a reflection of some kind of emotional mess that's going on in them. So when you understand that those lies are untrue, the key is that you have to believe that you are worth it. And I'm not just doing some gimmicky thing with the show name. You have to believe that you are worth it. You're worth the journey. You're worth your life. Jesus thought you were worth it when he died on the cross for you so that you would have the opportunity to live an eternal life. 
You have to believe that you are worth it. And that starts with believing that you are here for a reason. And it's not just some circumstance happenstance kind of thing. You are here for a reason. You are here on purpose for a purpose because God created you. Your life is worth it. You are worth it. Your journey ahead is worth it. Jesus sacrificed himself because he thought you were worth it. And I'm just going to be very real, very raw here. If you believe that Jesus died on the cross for you so that you would have the opportunity for salvation and to live an eternal life with him in heaven, then you have to believe that you are worth it. And it's not some worldly, you know, girl, I'm worth it kind of thing. This is fighting words. Are you worth the fight? And the answer is yes. The creator of the world has already answered that question. And so when you begin to answer that question, yes, Lord, I believe I am worth it. And I believe that you have a plan for me and I'm going to trust you and I am going to submit myself to you, God, so that I can live out that plan, live out that amazing liberty that you have for me. So with all that said, it's time to get to work. If you've been feeling stuck or stagnant, ready to move, but there's just something blocking, today that block has been taken away. Today is the day to move ahead and keep moving. So maybe you start with that one thought that is prevalent in your mind that just plagues you day in and day out and just really causes you so much misery and pain and it feeds your fear and your anxiety. Start with that one thought and then be bold and take that next thought and the next thought and the next thought and analyze those thoughts. Put them up against the word of God. Is it true? I can already tell you the answer that it's not. But put it up against God's word. And what I want you to do is read out God's word when you find it in relation to whatever that prevalent thought is. Read that out loud. That's what I call a double whammy or a triple whammy rather. So you're reading it. You're seeing it with your eyes. You're speaking it out loud. And then you're hearing it with your ears. That is powerful. You are telling yourself the opposite of whatever that lie is. And what you're telling yourself isn't just mere words. It's the word of God. And we already know that the word of God is powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God will cut through those lies and will infuse into you life because God's word is life. It's time to fight for you. If you've felt like you've been fighting against yourself, now it's time to turn the tables because God is ready and waiting and it's time to fight for you. You're worth it. God thinks you're worth it. You have to believe that you are worth it. Let's go ahead and finish in prayer. Lord Jesus, 
we're in a spiritual battle for souls. The enemy is trying so hard to take down as many of the women that you have created in love as possible. And Lord, today, I'm so thankful that you've allowed me to provide tools and some actual steps that can be taken to begin combating that. So I pray, Lord, that for each woman, as she hears this, begins to take those steps to combat those lies and take back her weapon, to take back her rightful mind that should be in you. And I pray, Lord, that you would help her through this process. Open her eyes, her mind, her heart. Help her to see those lies. Direct her in your scriptures so that she can find your truth. And I pray, Lord, that you would help her to draw closer to you with each step she takes, Lord. God, you are so good and you love us so much. Like we cannot even contain it or even think about the whole of how you love us in our minds. It is so big and so profound. And I thank you for that, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would continue to work mightily in us. And I pray, Lord, that along the way that you would help us to build each other up as well. As we learn emotional intelligence and how you want us to use the emotional intelligence, it's going to make us stronger. And I pray, Lord, that you would help us to use that strength that you are giving us to build up others and continue the chain of the women that you are building up back to yourself. We praise you, Jesus. We glorify you, God. I pray, Lord, that you would help each woman that hears this to draw closer to you than they ever thought possible. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Worth It Show. I hope that you have found it a worth it way to spend your time. Now, before we go, I did want to let you know that I made you a little something. So you may not know that I was a Christian radio DJ for like 10 years. And I love me a good playlist. I mean, it just helps you keep going throughout the day. Maybe you're having a tough day and you want something. You just want to put on some good music that's worshiping God, praising God, that's just going to shift your mindset because you are focusing on God, whether it's praise or worship. And so what I've done is I made you a playlist. So you can go on Spotify Um, You can also go on my website. That might be easier for you. It's michelleremington.com. But if you want to go on Spotify, you can find it there as well. There's Worth It Praise and Worth It Worship. You can look up those playlists. And I hope that you find some encouragement there. I hope that you find just some music that will keep you going in your spirit and just praising God worshiping God. Maybe you'll find some new favorites. I mean, there's some good anointed music up in there. So I hope you thoroughly enjoy it. If you enjoy Worth It, consider joining the Worth It Squad Facebook group. 
Imagine finding a community of believers where you can experience genuine human connection and true fellowship. We unashamedly focus on God and His Word. We pray together, celebrate each other, and through all the things that are going on in your life, you are surrounded by friends who understand you and remind you of your value. This is the essence of the Worth It Squad Facebook group. So take a moment, look up the Worth It Squad on Facebook and join your squad today. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, if this episode has been a blessing, I'd like to invite you to leave a review and you can join me on michelleremington.com for more encouraging content. In the meantime, remember, you are worth it. <laughs>